and welcome to the Rouse High School Poetry Podcast. Today, uh, I welcome Nia and Sunny, and it is February 2nd, so we're going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. Um, Listeners, are you pro or anti-Valentine's? We're going to find out what our students think about Valentine's Day today and share some of their their own poetry that they've written themselves and maybe even share some that of from uh, their favorite poets. Here we go. Hi, I am Rohit, but most people know me by Sunny. Today, I, well, I'm going to start off with a poem that I wrote called Misconfigured Identity. So here we go. Misconfigured identity is seen on a shattered glass. More than enough kerosene poured on fire. I admit I made a couple of mistakes, a few mistakes, missteps, but, I, but that's what makes me human. All I seek is forgiveness for the better. As I mostly am going to see you frequently, we do not make it weird, need to make it weird. All I need is a second chance, a chance for me to redeem myself. Why am I imprisoned for being innocent, locked away from my love like Truman? I can't imagine staying away from you. Can't deny cried, cuffed, craving you, living another day, hoping to see you. Guess I have to build a bridge to get to you. You have no idea how much I love you. All right, thank you. That was very pro-Valentine. I could, I don't know. I it's kind of mixed. It is. Like, at the start, you kind of just, like, Same, like rethink your decisions. Yeah, like, you, you, like, rethink your, like, past choices. And it's, like, very, like kind of a negative vibe at the start and then it gets like a little bit more like positive you know confessing your love very pro valentine yeah i mean the main thing about this poem that i wrote is to like the story that's behind this that i thought of is you know this guy just made some mistakes and he just wants a second chance and he's telling the girl that he made a mistake and he regrets it and like that girl has no much uh, has no idea how much this guy loves her. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is a poem called Need You Not To Mind from me. Um, it's just about my, I guess, expectations about uh, my partner, I guess. Sometimes the color is outside the lines and that's what I need you not to mind that I'm a little bit weird and hella insecure, a little bit lazy, a lot of bit crazy, and that's what I need you not to mind. Being with me and putting up with me because along with all of that, I come with a lot of care and some crazy hair. I'll give you my love, got a lot of that, so I hope you love me because I love you crazy. Shower you with love though my mind's a little bit hazy, I'm a little bit spacey, but that's what I need you not to mind. Yes. Oh, question. Is that supposed to be like a rap song or something? No. (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I guess everyone just goes into like a relationship with crazy expectations, but I feel like the bare minimum expectations is that your partner, whoever it is, should accept you no matter how flawed or imperfect you are. Yeah, I actually have this moral philosophy that basically like expectations are the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. So it's best. So yeah, I agree with you. It's best yeah. if you, you know, have less expectations and you just accept things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm writing that down. Expectations are the thief of joy. <laughs> Let's coin that. Right. <laughs> coin that. Okay, so this one 
uh, that I wrote might sound like a song because I wrote it like a song, but it's called To Get To You. Life wouldn't be the same without you. Can't deny cry cuff craving you living another day, hoping to see you. Guess I have to build a bridge to get to you. Trying to solve this unsolved puzzle, but don't have a clue. Guess I have to build a bridge to get to you. We've been over this through and through. Guess I have. I still have to build a bridge to get to you, and there's nothing else I can do. Walking alone in the street, tripped down the stairs. Now I'm falling, but I'm calling just to get dipped. Can't follow the script, flipped upside down. I see the other end. I lent a hand to a girl in the corner, but she wanted to pay me back with love. But I warned her, informed her that my girl, she waiting at home. But you saw it in a mirror. I misunderstood reflection. And you think I betrayed you, played you. Now I don't know what to tell you because I have to build a bridge to get to you. So yeah, like I said, it's written, it's written like a song. <laughs> No, it's written like a rap song. You asked me if Okay. mine was rap. Yours was the real rap song. Touche. But yeah, no, I get that, you know? It's it's not Valentine in the way that, like, it traditionally is. You kind of, like, wrote it in the way that Valentine's is supposed to be portrayed. Like, you have this one person that you... really loved and you give everything to and no matter who comes around that person will always be the end game for you you know And another inspiration that I got uh, to write this poem is like the fact that uh, a bunch of relationships are going south because of the amount of misunderstanding that they have. Uh, so that's why I took inspiration from like how this girl just misunderstood the boy. So. Song as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. um, this next one that I'm about to tell you is a poem by Penn Kane. And um, it is technically anti-Valentine because just because it's Valentine's Day, you don't need someone to be there to remind you that people love you, you know? So this You is for can be all alone. the singles <laughs> who are, you know, really just want to be happy that they're single. They don't want to be reminded of be, uh, being with someone special. Yeah. Just because it red, just because it's red, it doesn't have to be blue. Just because it's said, it doesn't have to be true. Just because there's a label, don't stick it to you. Just because it's Valentine's Day and this is a poem, it doesn't have to rhyme. You don't have to buy flowers as a token of love or hope that someone loves you or long for something somewhere out there. So what I'm trying to say is that this very day doesn't have to mean anything because it doesn't. And you can spend Valentine's Day alone because other people is are like other people are not the only thing you love, you know? Love is for something that is for inanimate objects for someone else, but it can also be for yourself. So Valentine's Day, you can love yourself, you can spend it alone. There doesn't have to be anyone that reminds you that you're loved because you are. Also, I just want to say, uh, so you talked about how, like, you know, a Valentine's Day doesn't have to be like what a true Valentine's Day is. So, yeah, like, I don't how to you don't have to give a flower as a token. But just in case, if you end up in a situation where you forget to give a flower, guys, here's a tip for you: just say that Valentine's Day doesn't matter to you because every day is Valentine's Day for you. Yeah, so, uh, hey, I'm back uh, this time. Uh, so I've been getting to Lord of the Rings 
so much lately. Uh, I, I recently watched it like for the first time. So my poem is called A Fool of a Took. Is it Took or Took? I think it's Took. Yeah, I mean, if you know the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits, th then you would know. Yeah. How many more red roses shall fall will always come to you with even more? Because I can't take a no for, won't take a no for an answer. My love will grow like a vine when I'm further away from you, being more poisonous, severing me like a cancer. So tell me, Super Dancer, what shall I do? Can't change my mind no matter what you do. Predicted, unpredicted moves and still going after you. Am I a fool? Cupid shot an unremovable arrow at me every time I always think of the good memories I share with you and you forget about them like they're nothing to you. I am a fool of a took with courage in my heart, saving fair mirror just doing my part. So I just want to ask, just want to ask what I, what I did wrong. It. Yeah, that was that was really good. That was very like emotional, and I'm sure a lot of people can um, relate to you. Talking to all the Lord of the Rings fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is a very short poem, but this really just describes the whole cycle. Love begins with a smile, grows with a kiss, and ends with a teardrop. And it doesn't always have to end with a teardrop because it's sad, like you had a bad ending to your relationship. It can also just mean that the other person, you know, moved on happily, you know? Like every relationship doesn't have to have a bad ending. You could be happy with yourself even after your relationship. That sounds very healthy. Mm -hmm. It does, it does, because it is. It's a healthy mindset to have. It is. So my next poem is uh, called Poison Ivy. Uh, so here it goes. All are grass but one poison ivy. Many people came to me and tried to buy me. Everyone set their expectations highly only to be disappointed. Lovely leaves leaving but still lively. Dreamt about a beach house, a good life in Hawaii. Delicate dreams fading away, why she wanted me avoided. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Good memories fading away, ahoy. Want to hold those loose memories, but I can't now, so out of my hand now. Part of my heart is filled with joy to forget the heavy weight I've carried. No turning back now, so out of my hand now. That was very powerful, you know? It just kind of like, you know, reinforces the idea that maybe not for everything, time doesn't heal. Time just helps you forget. And, you know, that poem like really reinforces that idea because even though these might be happy memories that you're having, they might be weighing you down because it might be like of a person that doesn't you know, make you feel special or just, you know, make you feel. Makes me think of the word bittersweet. It does. It does. It really bittersweet does. Bittersweet memories. Because, you know, memories can be sweet, but you really start living when you let go of the things that are holding you down. Um, this is um, also by Anonymous, like my last poem. Um... Falling in love is awfully simple, but falling out of love is simply awful. It gives a very, you know, relatable play on words, you know? 
awfully simple. It, it, like you can relate to that because you know it's simple when you think of the simple things in life falling in love should be one of those things but falling out of love is simply awful because <coughs> it's okay it's all right it's okay okay it just kind of reminds us that falling in love is one of the simple things in life but simple things always don't end as simple as they begin because along the way, life has a lot of complications and those complications are what makes you realize, well, simple things can't always stay simple. They, like you, like humans, develop along the way, change characters, you know, just evolve with you. And as they do that, you get more attached to the simple things. And when you fall out of love, you forget those simple things. And to gain yourself back, those are the things that you need to remind yourself are the most important. And there is always, you know, time to heal heartbreak. Yeah, I can relate to that poem because every time I go downstairs, it's easier, but when I go upstairs, it's harder. Yeah, it's like when you go downhill on a bike, it's so easy. It's you know, so you don't easy. even have to pedal. And like when you, but go, when you go uphill, uphill, you just have to keep pedaling, pedaling, pedaling until you. You know what I do then? I just go the easy route, which is like getting out of my bike and just walk because it, it's the same speed anyway. And, it, and if you have to, yeah, <laughs> if that works for you, it works for you. So this is the last poem I have, and I wrote. It's called Rage, and I wrote it how. Uh, so the background story is there's this boy who's really angry that this girl left him. So, yeah, here it goes. I ain't asking an apology after abandoning me because of your butchered brain. Your bets broke me. Can't cap, cry cuff, craving your comeback, deep down driving with disgust, displeasure, and rage. I was even eager to earn lost esteem when furious feared me, frisking an escape, not wanting to free me. Growing grit geared me to gra grapple given gremlins, hearing and hoarding knowledge in my head, intake information, improving, improvising the intensity of my intellect. I was jousting with justice, taking over jurisdiction, King Kong banging his chest to protect his kingdom, long live my life, lives longer, loyal to my rage. Molding my mind muscular must not be overtaken by toxic words. Not knowing near future, I still decided to enact the underworld. Outrage on you became outrage on opposition who owned the world. I preferred perfection in my plans, planning, pummeling since I was young. Quails quarreled quietly, quickly fearing me. Rising, raving rage roared, riding me to my goal. Standing still, strictly supporting my aim, striking foes strong. Training through tricky situations, trekking atop the wisdom mountain, I was underestimated, unbeatable, unbelievably undertook the underworld, violently victorious, my voracious vengeance made me valiant. Will, will well built, weaving, re weaving wrecked ships that helped the poor. Xerox xylophones, which played the same tune as me, rose, yelled, yielding your absence, you didn't care, zooming zap, reaching zenith, thank you for sparking my rage. That was a tongue twister. That was a Like, I wrote this, and even I can't. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of time I to like actually. I the alphabet like, concept. I do. It, yeah. You guys ever heard the song Alphabet Aerobics? Yes. 
if you if you love Harry Potter the, the, and Daniel no, yeah, Radcliffe. Yeah, the only reason I know is because Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's basically like in the similar style where there's alliteration for every line for each letter of the alphabet. Huh. So, yes, yeah, the whole poem's a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Nia, did you have um, any more to show today? Yes. Okay. So this is a poem. Oh my God, that connected really amazingly because this is a poem that I wrote right after watching Harry Potter, The Reunion. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so Coincidence, people. Yes. You know, things just come together. But so I wrote this because I realized something about myself after watching it, that once I love something, I'll never stop. That's why this poem is called Luck. There's nothing that I've ever loved because loved is past tense. And once I start loving, I never stop. I give it my heart, soul and all, because I'm just naive to let myself get hurt when the things I love come to an end. The things I love to give it all my heart, to live so happily with moments so dear. But at the end of the day, all good things come to an end. It hurts me, but I can't let go. I won't let go. I let it hurt me over and over if it means that I can keep loving it. I'll never stop loving and never start saying loved because once I love something, it will always stay love. There is nothing that I've ever loved because love is past tense. And once I start loving, I'll never stop. So in case you forgot that this whole podcast is about Valentine's Day, (laughs) that one poem just reminds you that this whole thing is about love. (laughs) No, It's great. They say that your first love will be your forever love you know i mean forever love as in like it's forever in your mind yeah it's forever in your mind it's forever in your heart your first love might not end up as your last love but it's okay i mean who knows if you're lucky if you're lucky if you're lucky oh i love it you guys did a beautiful job of sharing your valentine's day and anti-valentine's day poems Mm -hmm. today all right thanks to sunny and nia thank you today and y'all have a very happy valentine's day or anti-Valentine's Day. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) 